one welcome back to the Bushnell Project. And we are closing out Genesis, maybe even this week. Well, probably this week. So here we are. Jacob is going to bless his sons. Now he's already had an instance here in chapter 48 where he is blessing Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. And now we're going to get into Jacob blessing the others. Well, let's continue here now in Genesis chapter 49. Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you what shall happen to you in days to come. Assemble and listen, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my mighty, and the firstfruits of my strength. Preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power. Unstable as water, you shall not have preeminence because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Weapons of violence are their swords. Let my soul come not into their counsel. O my glory, be not joined to their company. For in their anger they killed men, and in their willfulness they hamstrung oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, your brothers shall praise you. Your hands shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's son shall bow down before you. Judah's, Judah is a lion's cub. From the, from the prey, my son, you have gone up. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion, as a lioness who dares rouse him. Who dares rouse him? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and to him shall be the obedience of peoples, binding his foal to the vine, and his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He has washed his garments in wine, and his vesture in the blood of grapes. His eyes are are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. All right, now I'm going to skip ahead of some of the others. And um, the other brothers all get a a blessing of some sort or a telling of their future. But let's go to Joseph here in verse 22. Joseph is fruitful, is a fruitful bow, a fruitful bow by a, by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attack attack him, shoot at him, and harass him severely. Yet his bow remaineth unmoved. His arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there from there is shepherd the stone of Israel. By the God of your father who will help you, by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that crouches beneath, blessings of the beast of the womb. The blessing of your father are mighty and beyond the blessings of my parents up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph and on the bow of him who has set apart from who was set apart from his brothers. All right, then we'll just end it there. So all the sons get a telling of their future, if you will, and depending on 
how some of this is translated, it may seem at first that some of the some of them are not accurate. But a couple of things for us to note in this. First of all, Judah does seem to get the lead here. And so throughout Israel's history, the nation of Israel, the twelve tribe, the twelve sons of Jacob, or the twelve tribes of Israel, Ephraim, Joseph's son, and Judah, those tribes tend to be the leading tribes. Now, out of Ephraim, we get Saul. But then it's out of Judah that we get David. And the line of David continues, not the line of Ephraim. And which is, we see that here in this blessing. But a couple of things about blessings. You know, a lot of people, if we sneeze, people say, God bless you. And we have... People will sometimes, although it's it's not that much in our culture, lay their hands on people to pray for them or to bless them or reach out their hands to bless them. Blessing is a pretty significant thing. It doesn't bind God to anything that we say, as we see, even as Jacob tried to make Ephraim the one that would be the one where the line, Jacob's line from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to Joseph to Ephraim was the way that Jacob wanted. So it doesn't bind God. What it does is with us earthly beings, it's a way for us to project forward with the people that we're blessing, whether it's our children, whether it's others that we work with or that we fellowship with, whatever that might be. But usually a blessing is coming from a person that you highly regard, highly respect, or is the leader. It doesn't have to be the leader, but Someone you look to that you respect. Maybe you respect this person as a holy person. Maybe this is a, an authority figure in your life. Maybe it's the leader of your congregation, the leader of your family. And now they're going to bless you. And when you find yourself in a position where you're a leader, where you're the parent, or you are uh, the leader of a company, or a leader of an organization, or someone who is highly respected, that... It means something when you bless people like Jacob is blessing here. So here's an interesting thing that happened a little bit earlier on in Genesis when Jacob or Israel is brought to Egypt and then brought before Pharaoh. Who blesses who? Well, Jacob blesses Pharaoh. And it's clear that even Pharaoh sees Jacob, this older man, as the superior and accepts his blessing and does not try to bless him back. And Pharaoh is in a sense, put in his place. He sees God's hand on Joseph. He has seen God's hand on Joseph. And now here comes Joseph's father, Jacob, this much older than Joseph man. And he sees the hand of God, if you will, on Jacob and Jacob blesses Pharaoh. And it is an interesting reality, if you will, right here in God's Word, where it's obvious that, and again, it's God's story, it's obvious that God is saying the the more prominent one, the real most important person in the room here is Jacob. And so, Pharaoh, be, be excited. You are being blessed by Jacob. So, for us to be thinking about what is our role 
in our family? What is our role in our gathering, in our community, our church? What is our role in our where we work, our business, those things? And if we are in a position, position of leadership, are we blessing those around us who we feel are going in the right direction, if you will. And we want to bless that and we want to keep them moving forward. Now, Jacob or Israel in this also plays prophet. He's prophesizing over his sons. And, and so it's interesting that if we were to really dissect the Hebrew here and try to, and now, and knowing the history of these men and their descendants, that there are some that don't seem as accurate as others. And some of them are very vague. So sometimes when people prophesize over people, it's so vague. It's like, yeah, well, you've got a 50, 50 chance of that becoming true. So, um, but it is, it is interesting that he doesn't claim to be prophesizing over his sons. Well, actually, actually, I think he does when he calls them, he says, let me tell you about your future. Yeah. Then I will, tell you what shall happen to you in the days to come, right? So he is prophesizing over them. All right, this took a little bit longer. I uh, hope you guys are having a great day. Remember to be in God's word. And another thing about blessing is regardless of your position or if you feel like you should be blessing people, we should be praying for people, praying for our loved ones, our community, our leaders, and even our enemies and praying for the church in general, especially those who are being persecuted as if we were chained with them. So be a people that prays, and that is a blessing even to God. God bless you guys. Have a great day.